Hello, and welcome to Our World with your hosts, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you, sir? Everything's good. It's been a crazy weekend since our last episode. I agree. I definitely agree. Listen, man, it's uh, this Robert Goodwin Sr., the 74-year-old man killed by this animal, Steve, Steve Stevens? Yeah. Steven Stephens, whatever the hell you pronounce it. Yeah, Stevens. This is something that we need. Uh, this is a test of uh, our FBI. They need to be, like, catching this guy prontissimo, man, like yesterday. Yeah, I agree. Now they're talking about he might hit the five different states and New York being one of them. And I'm like, look how long it took them to find the other guy. He was he never even, like, left his neighborhood. Oh, true. The manifesto dude, Jabowski. Yeah. yeah. So this, like, is, this guy this guy shouldn't even go to jail. He should be tied up on the street. And just, everybody should just come out and throw rocks at him. You know what? I don't – I – let's see. First of all, he's already proven that he's a coward. Yeah. And because he's proven he's a coward by shooting a 74-year-old unarmed man who, you know, who looked really like he might have been in his 80s. So it wasn't like he was challenged. This is a big, burly, six-foot-one, 240-pound lunatic. Now, you know, I, I just recently, somebody did me the disservice of not the murder, but the video of him expounding on, you know, just oh, talking. Yeah. And I refuse. Mm-hmm. I refuse to listen. I don't need to get into the mind of a lunatic. Yeah, I agree. And all this supposed to be from uh, happening over a breakup? Yeah. And well, he was in a relationship for like three years? I'm like, dude, really? And you know what I didn't like? Uh, he couldn't even just come out and call a guy animal. He's a good man. He's just a little off. I mean, this is more than a little off. Yeah, this is way off. Obviously, she left him for a reason, and he was crazy. Yeah, but she won't say that. Oh, he was a good man. He helped me out with my kids. You know, this dude is gunning. Now, he's claiming to have gunned down another 12 other people, but they can't confirm that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but people like to always pump themselves up. Hopefully, for 12 other innocent people, I hope it's a goddamn lie. Yeah, I agree. And obviously this guy wants to get caught if he posted on Facebook because he could have shot the guy and walked away and no one probably would have known who did it. Yeah, you know what? Facebook Live so far has been a huge, colossal fail. It's like everything, everything, uh, there has to be a way that Facebook could stream some of these things before because they said it was online for like three hours before they even had a chance to deactivate it. Well, you want to know what it is? Zuckerberg is worth billions. Facebook stock is through the roof, right? Yeah. What they need to do is have a fucking company. This is an opportunity for Facebook to not only be a social media, but a social, a fucking job. It could be a job place with videos are shot through a center. And you, uh, unfortunately, a censorship. But let's think about some of the things that have been on Facebook Live. Rapes, robberies, suicides, murders. Yeah, I think they should have, what they could probably do is how we how they broadcast television to us is have like a let's say a fifteen second delay where it's getting streamed through some corporate things at Facebook where they actually have people viewing this stuff. 
That's what I was saying. Employment, jobs, actual yeah. jobs for people. I mean, you got people who could actually you could you could uh, outsource this in a manner where people could be in the comfort of their homes, remotely viewing, yeah. and you get a check. Boom, that's that's safer. I mean, because you know what? You can't have degrees of nudity, sex, and stuff like that. It doesn't make it through YouTube. Nope. You know, it doesn't make so. Facebook Live, okay, I understand he wants to do that, and it seems like Instagram is not getting hit with the same. Maybe I could be totally wrong. Maybe Instagram has had the murders, rapes, and robberies too, but it seems like Facebook Live lately is like, okay, I'll, I want to reach out and hurt or touch him. And I don't even know how the fuck do these things go so viral so fast. Yeah, first of all, I'm like, who shares that type of stuff? You know, I mean, I share a video of someone getting their head blown off. I mean, I, that's not something I want to look at, let alone share. Well, that's true. And then, you know, like you were saying, it's been a really bad weekend. You got Isaiah Thomas, his sister, dies in the car accident. Yeah, that's that's thing. 22 years old. Yeah, then Todd, he, I guess he backs up over his little one, three years old. I mean that is that is a serious tragedy. I, no parent looks at their little child, especially a child that's not you know like terminally ill, and say that this one's not going to make it through the day. Yeah, that, that's crazy. For him to be the one that rolled over her is like that's something you got to live with like for the rest of your life. Yes, you know, man. Driveways, little little people. Man, driveways and little people is some of the most dangerous shit that there is. You really got to know where they are. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know how how verbal a, a three-year-old is, but, I mean, once you're in the behind an engine, you're not going to hear some little squeaky voice. Yeah, and if you – it was a pickup truck? Yes. Yeah, so that's already high off the ground, and I doubt it probably I didn't have a backup camera. You know, so my heart goes out to the Heat family, you know, them, their friends. I mean, that that's a, a serious tragedy. And the Thomas family, you know. I don't even know how Isaiah – I don't know how I would have handled that. Would you have played? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. That that, that probably would have been tough because I guess in those situations, you, the most thing you want to do is – first thing you want to do is probably be with your family, let alone coming to work. And you have all this – I mean, coming to work is tough enough. Now you have all this media attention, and but then if you don't play, but no one could have held against him if he didn't play. Right, and see now what makes it tricky is they lost. Boston loses that game to Chicago. Yeah, you called it on Friday though. Now they play Wednesday. Yeah. Do I mean it's almost to the point where the pressure is now on Isaiah to not go home. But when you get to Wednesday, if she passed away Saturday, you know, especially people with money, they like to put you in the ground like three days. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a turnaround for most people, especially, you know, I don't think they're going to have to really do an autopsy. They could probably just drug test her and see if she had any, uh, you know, drugs or alcohol in her system. Yeah. But other than that, there's no reason to have, a, like, a major autopsy. So... You know, yeah, the, the family should have the body already. Yeah, so yeah, and now you got Isaiah Thomas and the Boston Celtics. 
unfortunate choice of words, but they're behind, okay, I'm going to put it this way, they're behind the eight ball, they go down to 0-2. Yeah. Did you watch a lot of basketball this weekend? Um, I didn't really have time for too much TV. I mean, the games was on, but I wasn't really watching it. But technically, I totally forgot about Cleveland and Indiana. I was stuck doing – I was binge-watching the show and then totally forgot that that game was even on. That game I watched in its entirety. Uh, Golden State and uh, Portland – I watched that in its entirety. Entirety. I I watched a bit of Washington and Atlanta. And when I watched that, I didn't realize until I started watching it how much I just don't give a fuck about those two teams. (laughs) So I am not. You watch the Geary Freak? You know what? I got to see him for the first time, and the man can ball. He is so big and long. He just has sometimes gets in some crazy foul trouble. So I watched. I, I did watch that game. Now, uh, you know, before we even get deeper, like into sports, UFC, or anything like that, I just want to ask a question. True. As black men today in America, with the climate of everything that's going on, are we still allowed to just have fun? Uh, just talk shit about anything. Are we supposed to be so socially conscious now that the only thing that we could talk about is religion and politics and being woke? What do you think? No, I think you're still allowed to have fun, but everyone is so freaking uh, sensitive on certain topics. Like, <laughs> you have to walk on eggshells. I personally still say what I feel. I still... I still say what what the hell I feel like saying, and I just more aware of people's feelings, I guess now. Yeah, because you know what I, I thought about that. I thought about that a lot, and it's like it's like some people just want every black man to either be angry at society, disappointed at the world, or to the point where now that they're a bigger spirit, you're so spirit, you're so spirit filled that everything else on the planet is beneath you. And you know what? I still want to laugh at shit. I still have to look at some serious situations. Some of them are going to be dead serious. And there's even a bit of humor in some of the dead serious shit. Because the White House is dead serious business, but a lot of that shit's funny. Yeah, that's a, that, they're a walking comedy skit, real life. Yeah, and I, I, I just can't get to the point where I, I'm so tied up in being a black. You know, before I'm a black man, I'm a man. I'm just a human. Yeah. You know, I, that's not the first thing that comes to my mind is I'm a black man. First thing I say is I'm a man. So did you watch any UFC this weekend? No, I actually missed the UFC this week. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you now, there's no need to go to fight pass or anything like that. This was another one of those cards that it was a lot of decisions. And if that's not your type of thing, you know, if you don't want to see a lot of three rounds, even though I'm going to tip my hat, Doug Rose Namajunas is a beast. Right now, Doug is beasting. She doesn't look like she can be defeated right now. Uh, I don't know so many people in that weight class that that is up for the challenge. 
Jajacek and her would be phenomenal. And I can't wait. Well, you know what? I'm getting past myself because Jajacek has to fight Andrade, who's not easy. But I do expect her to beat her. So, but this is a, you know, I, I guess I watched a lot of sports this weekend. And like you, I started binge watching on a show that I didn't even realize was on, and I missed the whole season. Major Crimes. I'm a Major Crimes fan. I didn't even know the whole fucking season was over. <laughs> so I'm doing catch up. I have two shows I'm catching up on right now. Major crimes, and I still haven't got past episode one of the Get Down. Okay, yeah, I still have the Get Down on my list as well. Now, have you finished up the Khalif Brower story? Yeah, I'm done with that. That okay. was that was dramatic. Rough. Yeah, that was that was a rough one. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know if that was made for binging. Like you, you need a week to get over. No episode to move on to the next. No, no. See, that's a, a, a sadist. Um, that's a masochist. To sit there through six hours of torture. No, 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 no. You you need to be able to breathe. Matter of fact, that's one of those shows that you right after you watch the Khalif Brown story, you must put on a comedy that you like and love that makes you laugh. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, definitely. You need a cleansing. And just imagine, we say we can't watch it. A six, we can't binge watch it for six hours. That kid had to live that for three years. Oh, no, more than three years, five and, years. And you know what? I don't make light of anything involving the Khalif Brower story. That young man, they took him to hell and back, dropped him off there, tried to pick him up and then sent him back. And it seemed like everybody he came across and in contact with kept placing him back in hellish situations. So. You know what? It's I no way, man. And you're right. You need some shows. You want that boom, 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 boom because I hate to wait. Yeah. But that's a show you definitely needed to. Let me ask you a question. Another question. There's a lot of trifling people in this world. A ton of trifling people. Could you imagine you in Vegas and you were one of your friends and you're playing slots? And you win a hundred grand, and your friend gets to claim the money because they press the button. Yeah, I am glad I I never knew that rule existed, so I would never allow anyone to pull the slot arm or press a button on my machine. But that's 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 insane. And you know how many people do this all the time because they say it's for good luck. They'll just say, "Hey, hit the button for me." I don't know how many times I told my wife to hit the button. Now, see, I trust her. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll have my hand on the button and say, hey, push my hand down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're still making skin contact. So yeah, yeah. so that means at, at the very least, y'all would have to split it. Because you know, yeah. this man this man had to give up the jackpot because the, he's the one who put the money in. Yeah. But the thing was like, we don't care who put the money in. It's the person who hit it. I wonder who does this friend give him back his money? That no. He invested in? She said that she was making some kind of deal where she said the best that she was going to do was split it. He took it a little step further. He said he wanted his money. So then she gave him the big, you know, since you won it all and I won, fuck you. You get nothing. Oh. Because the law is behind it. The law is telling her, 
you don't have to pay. Oh, that might be my end up on a, uh, uh, that might be a, a warrant to go to jail. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? See, here's, here's the thing. Social media. Always, everything, no matter what happens in real life, it always circles back to social media. Naturally, he sent some nasty-ass threats to her via social media. You don't want to do this to me. You don't know who you're playing with. You know? So, she, she pulls one of, he pulls one of those, but... She still was like, you know what? You can go fuck yourself. I got this hundred grand. I only had, she probably only only hung out with this dude about the money anyway. Yeah, but, yeah. He, I don't know. Maybe he should have just took half the. Not said he wanted the full thing. Yeah, fifty G. Something is better than nothing. That's right. Fifty G. But, but then she had like right, the hundred thousand. She had to pay taxes on. But. You can't get to him fifty thousand because then you, you're going to have to double tax that. I wonder how how that would have worked. Well, you know what they would have did? It would have been some kind of court arrangement because she actually won this in a, a, a court of law. The court of law and the hotel rules were upset. And I, like you said, I never knew that this was the rule. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good to know. Like, it's good to read these fine prints, the stuff that's in fine print and stuff. You know even what? The, even most people don't realize that if you play a machine and it says that you want a jackpot, but they say the machine malfunction, you lose. You don't get the money. That's true. Now, actually, to tell you the truth, those I've been in a, I've been in every casino you can name from Atlantic City to Connecticut to Vegas, and I tell you what, I think that every casino could have just one little placard. It's only one. The size of like a, a two postcards, like yeah. near the entrance or exit. Mm-hmm. The person who hits the lever or the the the, the own will be awarded all jackpots. Can you imagine crazy people just running in and you putting your money and they just run around slamming they hitting the button before you? See now, okay, now that would start a whole nother thing. <laughs> that's, that's, now that's a whole different can of worms you just open. So so now every time somebody's playing, some but you know what? Th- those people would get assaulted at some point or another. <laughs> because you know what? They might do it to the first two or three people, but then that's when security comes in and says, "Okay, now that's a that's an easy way to get your ass banned from the casino." Yeah, <laughs> you know you can get banned from the funny casino. Though. <laughs> Now we got this. We got this fucking lunatic, and, and I used to love this guy as a basketball player. Gilbert Arenas used to love oh, him. Yeah. I thought yeah. that when he was a what was it? Where did he have his? Where did he go crazy in Washington? Right in Washington, yeah. That's when he pulled the gun on. Well, they say he pulled the gun on one of his teammates, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and that guy's out of the league. And basically, that kind of blacklisted Gilbert. Gilbert has done a lot of. Uh, he was a guy I rooted for because he went to Arizona, always liked the Arizona Wildcats. And he was one of those dudes that you did not know he was going to make it like he did. I mean, like, because he became a superstar. Yeah. I mean, this guy was dropping 30, 40, 50-point games. But he's got a major problem. Ruben Arenas is not what I would call the lightest-skinned black man. But he is always downgrading darker-skinned people. It's like a hobby of his. Yep. He's like a, a a professional troll now. He went from a professional NBA player 
It's a professional troll. He just says the dumbest shit sometimes. Yeah, but because of his status and because people expect it, it gets a lot of airplay. You know, matter of fact, I looked at Gilbert Arenas' daughter. She's pretty dark. And for him to say that black, dark-skinned women can't be beautiful, first of all, he's insane. Because that's insane. Beauty comes in every fucking shade of the rainbow. Yeah, exactly. And I think that someone posted or responded to him, and they posted, like, pictures of beautiful, dark-skinned women. For him to say Nepito Nyong'o only looks good with the lights off. Now, all right, if you would have said it, if you if you say I'm not attracted to dark-skinned women, all right, some people might have to, you, you would still have a problem. But now you're basically calling names out that who you don't find attractive. Right. Oh, then he, then he tried to uh, to rectify that by saying, well, eighty percent of y'all wouldn't find me attractive, but that's bullshit. He likes to. You're right. I don't like the troll thing, especially when people should have better things to do. He should have a lot better things to do with his money, his time, and his energy. Yep. And you know what? I, I have one thing I have to say, and I'm so tired of this. This is directed at black people. There's no team light skin. There's no team dark skin. Get your ass in a situation where it's you and a patrol officer Highway patrol officer, and you're in that car by yourself at night on the road, and you are on Team Black, period. He's not going to go, well, you're a pretty yellow fella. I'll give you a pass. Well, you're, you're dark like Biggie Smalls. I'm going to fuck you up. You know what? The world don't look at us like that. we we so stupid for looking at ourselves like that. It's the same people look at you basically doing the same thing. You so you might call other people racist, but you're doing the exact same thing. Yeah, and it's worse when it comes from within. Yeah. You know, me personally, I do not have a problem with anybody having a type. There is nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with having a type. Some people, there are guys who like 310-pound women. That's their thing. A skinny girl would be healthy. Like, damn, nobody else in the world would call, like, Serena Williams skinny. But the dude that likes the 310-pound woman would. There's guys who like them short, like them tall, like them with fat asses. So I don't care because we're allowed to like what you like. That's what what they If he would have said, well, my preference is I prefer light-skinned women. I would have took it, okay, cool, that's cool, that's your preference. But he would have still got backlash for it, but you can't you can't get offended because someone's telling you their truth. Right, but you can't. There's no, there's, there's no reason in the world to bring down others to build something up. Yeah. You get it? Okay. I like a certain type of woman. And I, because I like a, a smaller statured woman doesn't mean I need to say something about women as a size 17 I no need for me to mention them exactly why should I people need to realize why bother with them they got shit to do with anything you know they got zero to do with anything now we just passed the good old fashioned 
tax day. Now, first we got the nutty-ass black people who come down on other black people. And this is one I really don't like, Matt. And on social media, this time of year, people go crazy. I don't like the tax day shaming people. I really don't like it. Would they they do with their tax money? Right. You know what? You see a million of these... I say this shit wrong every time. Is it a meme or a mem? Meme. Meme. There's a million memes. Oh, wow. You know, look at me looking like a bum and then tax rolling and I come down looking like a pimp. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Most people that I know that receive tax checks is because they make income. Exactly. So how dare some jealous motherfucker mm. who probably won't get a return Say anything. Hey, you know what? Some people live check to check, man. So what? This is the way he pays for his vacation for his family. He's doing something for his family. Well, she's doing something for our family. This is this is the money I'm getting back from the government. Maybe they plan on it. Maybe they save all year round. They get this money. And they're like, I'm just gonna do what. I'm just gonna spend it the way I just want to spend it. So the, I'm, I have my other things in order. And you want to know something crazy? People don't even think about. Do you know for 10 years I used to pay at the highest level of taxation possible? Meaning I didn't even claim myself to make sure that I got a tax return every year. Yeah. Matter of fact, I had a buddy. He had five kids. That's actually a good way of saving money because, I mean, you're not getting any interest on it, but you know that this money is going to come back to you. Yeah, it was a beautiful thing. And, you know, and, I, and I wasn't a guy that, that had to live to get a Metro card because I needed my tax money. But yeah. I actually learned that from a guy. He said, you know what? I make enough money. He had five kids, five kids, and a non-working wife. And what he would do is claim zero. So that's seven dependents, zero. They are taxing him like a single man with no children. Then when he files his tax return, he drops the five children, the wife and himself, he gets back a gob of money every fucking year. Yeah. A gob of money. Because he can afford to live the rest of the year without doing it, you know? Yeah. Who am I to say, hey, don't go and blow your tax return money? You want to go take that vacation that you always wanted to go on? Go. I mean, I don't want to see <clears throat> you buying eight bottles in the club and then your tax return is done. <laughs> and you asking for money for lunch next week. Okay, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's, it's a bizarre situation. You know what it is, man? I don't know. I think we get beat, we've been beaten down so much in this, this country, this society, that we are constantly looking for something to point a finger at somebody else that's a member of our group. We don't spend a lot of time doing that shit to other groups. Yeah, they're like the only group that does it to each other. Constantly. Matter of fact, now, this ain't no bullshit. This is talking about this Steve Stevens idiot in the video, right? So today, I'm on my Facebook, and I see a guy post. I'm wondering why is all this fake-ass anger and outrage, and, and nobody ain't seen the video. So I asked the guy. Do you mean that you legitimately need to see the video of him killing another man to believe it happened? One. Two. Why the fuck would you want to see that? Are you that insensitive 
that you don't even see it as a human. You just see it as a, like a dog being killed in the street. Oh no, you know you know what it is. I, I just I need to see it to make my own opinion. What opinion is it, man? Opinion, you know the facts. He he walked up to somebody, shot him in the head. Those are facts. I call those conspiracy theorists, man. I need to make my own decisions. They're looking for something to to to, to debunk the truth, basically. And it's like you, the the 9/11 deniers. Yeah. You know what? And, and then we got some that go that that are so small. Like, what the fuck would Steve Stevens in the real grand scale of things? What would he affect politically, nationally, or socially by killing a 74 year old man if this is some fake story? Yeah. And you know what's funny when I when they showed this picture because I first seen it through the news when they showed this picture I did say fuck he's black <laughs> I was like they have this it's like you 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 get they you get blamed sometimes they'll take the whole race down see these crazy motherfuckers don't read the comments on any of the articles. Stay away from the comments on the article. If you want to spare yourself grief, headache, being called the N-word mixing with baboons and primates, stay the fuck off the con. I have banned. Doc is banned. Self-imposed ban from comments. Because you can't get through about four or five of them before you say, man, I gotta respond. It's just—it's like the way we fight now. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's fighting. You're virtually fighting. Yeah, this is the, but you feel a little better about yourself when somebody just calls your whole fucking nationality of people ten different insults in two sentences. Yeah, it's the same. But uh, you know—they don't—they don't get the same treatment like the kid that blew up the church. I mean, shot up the church. Dylan. I that shout out to the black church, yeah. No. No one goes in and say, oh, those white motherfuckers are crazy. You know what? We don't, we don't, we get down totally different than they do. I mean, like, okay, this weekend, did you see the video? And we talked about this on the last show. Did you see the video from the fucking Trump rally? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell is the matter? I'm not just... That side, what's the, these people have nothing better to do on a Friday or Saturday. You know what? The dude is in office. Office, yeah. He won whatever fucking vote they give him. Okay? Uh, the, the, the electoral college or whatever. He's in. He's been sworn in since January. It's kind of get over it. Both sides. And now... But this one, I thought I was watching a video from, like, some fucking country like Germany or Turkey or some shit. Because they were actually getting down. And what were these flags? Where the fuck are these flags? I've seen all kinds of flags I've never seen before in my life. Yeah, I don't know what the hell people coming up with these days. I mean, these groups are now creating their own flags? I guess when you start a movement, was there a civil rights flag? I don't, man. It could have. I, I'm sure the LBGT flag was out there. I seen a black. I said, "Is these motherfuckers Nazis?" Because I seen the white, black, and red, and that's usually like Nazi Germany flag. So I'm sure they were out there. Then I seen a picture of a biker holding a knife, and I was like, "Man, 
this is this is this is and see this is why this kind of piggybacks off what I was saying earlier. Are we not supposed to laugh anymore because this is the kind of world we live in? I mean, damn. It's like, man, when you when you can't have a good time, go have a good time. You can clear your mind of this bullshit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, sometimes when you watch the news and stuff, I mean, it can be. Because all you hear is Trump, 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 and it's like overbearing. Sometimes you got to just turn that shit off and do, do something else. Well, you know what? If you're going to watch the news, unless it's something heavy, Stick to the, you try to stick to the locals because they don't get so deep. But when you start, when you start to really get into the CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and. And you got to think about it. Some people watch that shit all day long. See, but then. You you can sit down and watch Fox, if you can sit down and watch Fox News from 8 a.m. to the time you go to sleep at night, one, it's probably going to change the way you think. And two, all you're getting is constant, you don't know what's new, you don't know what's real news, fake news. It's like you're, everything's being broadcast at one time. So I can understand, even if you watch like a CNN all day, you're, it's probably going to bring you down if you're going to watch the news all day long. Yeah, so you said something that was very key right there. When do your thoughts start bleeding off the page and it actually become the thoughts of those people telling you what you're supposed to think? Exactly. People don't have their own. I don't think people have their own thoughts. Well, I'm not saying. I'm, let's say, I'm going to say, the, the, like, the, in the smallest state areas, the, the rural areas, I, I really don't believe that these, a lot of those people have their own thoughts. Right, because they, they're being told what to think about other nationalities of people that they don't even yeah, come in contact with. Even, for instance, when um they had the health care debate and they were asking people to differ the difference between Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act, these idiots didn't even know it was the same thing. I hate Obamacare. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, but I love the Affordable uh, Health Care <laughs> That one I love. But I hate that Obama. That, that Sudan, I mean, uh, that Sudan, uh, Hussein Obama. Oh, yeah. Got me Muslim. He just oh, need to have a person. I think he, he was born in a test tube. Yeah. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Now, you talk about being born. Now, here's something for you. I've seen this story two times this weekend, and it blew my mind. Twins separated at birth. They had to be put up for adoption for whatever reason. The reasons why, I don't know. Parents could have died. They couldn't afford them, whatever. But the kids get split. One's a set of boys. They become lovers later in life. They don't know who he, who they are. Wait, uh, two boys? Two boys. They become lovers. Oh. Now, the other couple is a male, a female, and they are actually engaged to be married. Yeah, how does that even work? Like, you break up, you was already together for like 15 years? No, you know what? I think that they, they're still young enough that... Okay, one of the couples is just getting married. And I think the, the, the two guys are still young guys. But here's the thing. How the fuck do they go back to ever being brother, sister, and brother, brother again? After sleeping with I don't think you have that formal relationship, so you might as well keep the one that you have going, going. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> okay. Ah, man, you, you, blew, you just blew the top of my head off. Um, how do you go back to being? Hey, this is my this is my brother or this is my sister. Well, we slept together a lot, a lot. Yeah. So might as well just keep it. Might as well just keep it going. Yeah, and, and blame the rest of the world that you wasn't raised together. Yeah. Now, now you got to stop. Now you got to ask people for their birth certificate, and now you got to ask when you meet someone, you got to ask someone for their birth certificate. And you have to ask for um, DNA samples. Yeah, you know what it is? People say this all the time. They say that's why you don't split up twins. You know, yeah, you got, I always, I mean, sometimes twins, I saw a story the other day where they was, they came, the twins came from a different country, so they ended up in two separate families in, with two separate families in the United States. But I believe if you, if uh, foster care, if this kid goes into foster care, those twins should have to stay together. Yes. You should be able to, you should not be allowed to adopt one over the other. Yeah, because they're kind of the same, just two, two, it's just two of them. Yeah. And that bond that they have, from what I know, you know, at least twins always claim it, that they have a, a special bond, you know. I mean, damn, yeah. think about it, they were in the womb together. Yep. Yeah. I, I think twins should, should definitely stick together. So, you know, it opens up like cans of worms because people want to make it easier now for uh, adoptees to get their real parents' records. Because yeah. imagine that couple made it to, they made it to the altar. They got married. What would their children be like? Yeah, yeah, that's first, that's worse than first cousins, especially you twins. You, they, there's a high, there's a good percentage that something could be wrong with your kid. Yeah, I mean, damn, they got the same, they injecting the same DNA into this baby. Yeah. Not one time, but two times. But what if you're deeply in love with the person and you're like, what do you do then? I mean, you know. Is it the same form of heartbreak a, a normal person, well, a person not in that situation would feel? Well, you know what? I guess so, but here's the, here's the second part. If you break up, you also now lose your long-lost sister. Yeah, because Tyler fucking Joe. Here's the thing: after you find out your sister's real freaking bad, and this is the type of shit she likes to do, and you used to enjoy it with her, how do you ever become just her brother? I mean, think about it. You used to desire her. You know, because then they look alike. See, that's how they found out. The male and female said, "You know what? We look a lot alike." And they got in contact with somebody who, I guess they did some blood work or something. And they was like, hold on, one of y'all didn't give us the blood work. And he's like, yes, we did. So how the fuck we got two samples of the same shit, basically? Now, the two dudes, I mean, I guess they could move to another country and, you know, still be banging each other. I don't know, because that's freaky. I can't yeah. say I'd give it a thumbs up, but I feel for them. Because it's not their fault, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely not. We got to do better, I guess, in our uh, adoption agencies. Yeah, but everybody wants that shit to be double secret probation. And here's the thing that you find out. It seems like all those kids always want to search out for their real parents, no matter how nice they're raised. Oh, yeah, definitely, because it, 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 it'll bother you if you don't. I can imagine, I mean, I wasn't adopted, but my, my pops died at an early age, and I always sit back and wonder, like, how might my life be different if I was 
because my father was around. I could so dig like, that. The people was um, if I was adopted, I'd definitely want to know. Oh, let me look up my birth mother. I mean, maybe you don't want to have that formal relationship, but you do want to know who that person is. I think the person would be broken not to want that. Makes sense. And I, you know what? I cannot argue with that one. It's a, that's a real touchy situation. You know, some of those families want that shit. They're so glad that the records, you know, I've, I've known people. Now, I don't know if you've actually met anybody like this, but I've met and I've known two of them. Their, their grandmother was really their grandmother and their auntie was really their mother. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know some people that was raised like that, too. But they held, they never told the child. And she became a grown. Something happened to him physically. And he needed some, he needed some blood. And it was like, you know what? But everybody else on the block knew. How the fuck he didn't know, or he just played, you know, ignorant to it. So his aunt was actually his mother the whole time. And I knew two like that. I've, I've known someone that was raised in similar situations, but it was because uh, the, the daughter had got pregnant so young. Yes, this, that's what both of these were also. Oh, to, give, okay. to give the other one a chance to actually live a life. Yeah. Grandma says, you know, I'll take it over. But Grandma never said that's your mama. She just said that was another one of my children. I feel like, though, that kind of will mess a kid up if you, if you tell them later on in life, like, at the age of, if they're a teenager, you're like, hey, by the way, baby, you know, that's your mother over there. Yes, yeah, real mother. Especially since you've been treating mama a certain way. Maybe you would have not gave so much back to her because you're just thinking it's auntie. You know, go yeah. fuck yourself, auntie. You know? <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's the thing. But family dy- dynamics are, 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 are really special. I mean, every family is so different. Some families are super loving. Some families are cold as a motherfucker. Some families you couldn't tell the brothers and sisters were brothers and sisters other than the fact they look alike. Yep. You know? Can't wait to see. You know? Yeah, I always tell people, though, you don't get to choose your family, so. No, uh, you know what? I do wish you could, though. You don't get to choose them. You don't get to pick on how they're going to treat you. Um, life's like, the uh, first, is, you know, people say, you know, I hate to gamble. But somebody gambled before you were born. Because think about it. You don't even get to pick your situation. Yep. Say, I'm pretty sure, if, if, especially, uh, I will go to extremes here. If both your parents are crackheads and have a baby, you didn't have no choice in that situation, man. Now you're probably going to live a fucked up life. Your entire life is probably going to be messed up. Right. Yeah, you know what? You're starting way, way, way behind the eight ball with a lot of a lot of strikes against you. And then you got other kids who you're Jada and Will Smith's children. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It seems like there was no rules in that household. And one rule was there's millions of dollars everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> daddy can daddy can make twenty million. All he gotta do is get off his ass and say, I wanna make a shit movie. You know? So, you know, you don't get you don't get to, you know, some people are gonna be Donald Trump Junior. 
you know, and other people are going to be in a, well, matter of fact, think about this, Matt, some people are born into a family of crackheads. Shit, the fuck yeah. this mom and dad, auntie, two uncles, and a cousin. Yeah. <laughs> and they all, funny, I have a, I they all come out of house. They they grew up very well off, like, their parents was, had substantial amounts of money. But I, when I was talking to them, it kind of felt like they resent some of the, because they they was basically raised by the nannies and the help, mm. then their own parents. So a, a lot of the, well, a lot of them, the person I know, they felt like the nanny and stuff was always there, but they ended up getting a more relationship with their parents when they got older, when they was able to, like, no more nannies or when they was they already established themselves in the working world. You know what, man? I hate to say this, and I'm not trying to be funny or be cold. Uh, grow up in the hood, and you find out that a hug is way overrated. I, I tell you what, some of the shit the haves complain about, that's the reason they have, is because dad's the cold-blooded motherfucker, and that's what he did. That's how he got to the position that he did. He didn't play no games. I mean, you know what? I'm glad I had the parents that I had, and they were quite loving, but I wouldn't have mind having a total silver spoon in my mouth growing up because, you know what? Biggie Smalls lied to you people. More money, more problems, that's bullshit. Have no money, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem, definitely. When you got three kids and y'all sharing two fucking packs of ramen noodles, and that's legitimately dinner. That's a problem. But some people think, and this is what I hate to say, well, oh, well, he had a lot of character. Like, that builds character, or it, it teaches you how to be determined in life to get the things that you want. But, like, you didn't have to fucking know where you're... Don't, don't tell me that, and I had to figure out how I was going to eat. Because mommy was too cracked out to figure out how I was going to eat, or... Well, she wasn't around. I hate when people say, oh, it, it, it's, it's going to help you build character or something. No, it's probably going to help me be in the street. Yeah. Selling drugs or something. You know what? Because it, it does not hurt. You're 16, and they're already talking about your colleges. And if you want to spend a year in Europe before you go to college, and what yeah. car are you going to get? You know what? I look at the Cosby's, and what fucking kid wouldn't trade that? teenage life for some of these other lives. Yeah, exactly. Compare the Cosby's to good times. It's, listen, J.J. Evans would have flew through the future to be a Cosby. Yep. Especially Michael. Michael, Think about it. Michael wanted to have a future. He didn't have college. Not only wasn't the times right, but the money wasn't right. College wasn't a guaranteed, and he might have been the smartest kid in the fucking project. Yep. It's never a guarantee because how you gonna, how you gonna afford to pay for it? You need to That's go what to people understand that people who from poor I guess these from poor families. Sometimes college is not an option. Yeah, and you could be a smart fucking kid, but you need to get to work. Yeah. Sometimes your your job as a teenager might be the only job in your household. Yeah, and and, and let's be real. This I'm gonna I'm gonna call a spade a spade here. And this one is trifling people again. You know 
especially if you're not black or Hispanic, and hopefully it doesn't happen to others, but do you know that some parents fuck their children's, uh, what do you call that, credit history up by the time they three because they put the phone, the cable, and they got two fake-ass credit cards in an infant's name. Yep. And this is the type of shit that goes on, and people don't frown on it, they actually applaud it. Oh, don't worry. They'll straighten that out. They, they'll know later on down the line it wasn't them. But now, this is the third phone bill you done moved and had in Junior's name, and he ain't even went to daycare yet. Yep. I actually think if, it, if that does mess with somebody's credit, their parents should have to pay that money back, or, yeah, or that should be moved to the parents' credit. Yeah, you know what? The people are so damn trifling that they'll go, some motherfuckers will be like, you know what, give me six months in jail. I'll do the jail time. The kid is just there as a uh, as a name that you could use, a social security that you could use. I knew guys, and I'm not lying, I knew guys who would actually buy children at tax time. Oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've dealt with people like that before, too. Yeah, you know what, let me put your child, uh, I'll give you a little cut. He ain't got no fucking kid father anyway. Let me put you on the yeah. on my tax return. I don't know how the hell they get away with this because yeah, not, you you can get away with it up until uh, as long as they're not on welfare or up until the IRS asks for a birth certificate. Okay, and see now the birth certificate is going to screw you because you actually don't have that child in your name. Yeah, correct, and and uh, you're actually not taking care of that child. That's right. You know. Cause I, what happened was, I know a lot of people, like I said before, that's illegal. So tax time for them was great because their kids were legal. So they could basically sell off their kids for tax purposes to make some money back. Because they can't file their taxes, but the kids are legal. Hmm. Like, I, I had a buddy, right? He lived in the projects up in Dykeman. And he had a beautiful three-bedroom apartment. A three-bedroom. He's single. His mother then moved out, brought a house. Now, this fucking guy is a police officer. And every year, they would come to inspect. Because they kept saying, we want to move you to a smaller... You could stay, but move to a smaller-sized apartment. Because think about it. He's giving this shit for, like, no no gas, no electric. And he don't even live there. This motherfucker moved to Riverdale. So he's living in nice Riverdale... But he's got this apartment, this, this project apartment, three bedrooms. They kept telling him, this shit's for a family. So every year when he would go down to the to the office to, like, sign his paperwork, yeah. he would just hire a chick with two kids. Come down with me. <laughs> Eventually they got his ass. Yeah, you can't, you can't, uh, you only can fool the system for so long. Yeah, yeah, it took, it took them a long time. I say it took them ten years. But they finally... Uh-huh. I will say, people in the, that work in the project, they are, let's just say they're not the best at doing their job. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have personal experience with people that work for these places, and it's just an insane amount of mess that they mess up. The, the, housing, the housing and development office, which I've done some work with HUD and stuff like that. Yeah. Actually, you was talking about paint. When I was much younger, I actually painted city-owned buildings. Oh, wow. I did that, like, as a summer job. Yeah. 
and I've been in some of the most matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you a neighborhood that I painted, a block that I painted. This was a block that I didn't want nothing to do with. I think it was 112th Street and Lenox Avenue. This was a drug. Matter of fact, the dude used to scream on the block, we got everything. One oh, dude over there sells you needles. Another one sells you women, heroin, crack, and cocaine. One block. I remember we were, we were painting the, uh, the hallway. And the guy was like, I guess he was one of the bosses. He's like, you guys are fine. I was like, I didn't know we had a problem. Yep. He was like, no, nothing, nothing, nothing moves here unless I say it moves here. Say it moves. As a matter of fact, uh, I used to run into, uh, you ever see the show Fame? You probably were yeah. very young. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a, a big brolic, uh, uh, lead dancer, Tyrone or whatever the fuck his name is. He was from Harlem. I used to run into him over there all the time. I think he recently died from um, the Beast. Uh, he might have got the... Uh, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's a thing. Some of these people in these projects is... Oh, God. I just... I, I can't imagine. It wasn't even a project build. I have a friend who lived in like a rent-stabilized, low-income apartment building. He was in this apartment building for let's say 10 years and when a new company purchased the building they can, they had no lease information on him oh wow they had his apartment they had someone living that lived in his apartment but it was the old it was the tenant before him oh see now so, no. and I asked him I said well we'll have a TMP he said yo they I, he said from the time I moved in they never sent me a new lease or a new affidavit me personally I would have got myself a lawyer and the reason I say that when I left New York City, we lived in a rent stabilized. So while everybody else rent every year, and we had good jobs, while everybody else rent was going like through the roof, there was a legal amount because we rent moved in a rent stabilized that they could raise. It was only like, oh, say 4%, 6 but they couldn't just say, okay, well, we're moving up 13%. Because when I left New York, People wasn't paying fourteen and fifteen hundred dollars per month rent, and we only talking five years ago. Now that's like standard or more. You know? Yeah, that's insane. I remember when people were paying, especially it seemed like at one point in time, I must have had everybody of mine that I know lived in a kitchenette. I remember when the motherfuckers were paying. $60 a week. Then maybe came $300 a week. You know? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, next, I, think, uh, I also think that's why some people don't want to get rid of those departments. No, no, you know what? Really, rent-stabilized buildings, you try to die in them. Yeah. Because while everybody, like, say, say a rent-stabilized place, it was 1300 three years ago. It still might be only fourteen now instead of seventeen. Yeah. But and I, I have a friend who lives in a rent stabilized. Her parents it was the parents was living in the rent stabilized building, and the building was purchased by someone else. So only the old tenants' apartments are rent stabilized. The new tenants they're charging market rate rent. Exactly. So, but how they how they tried to get her out was they. They started doing, uh, they wouldn't do any cosmetic uh, 
update into her apartment. Okay, so she, she, what she did was she just went and got, hired her own contract and did it herself. Yeah, so now they're saying we won't update anything. If everybody else got new wood floors, you don't get them. Yeah, she said she's the she she's like the last apartment in the building who don't have a shower. Oh wow! They, they only they, they only have a bathtub in the building when they wouldn't give them the shower because they wanted to get them out. They're like, dude, yep, we can get three four times the amount of rent you're paying. Yeah, they they playing some serious hardball with those people. I can't imagine that living without a shower. You know, you got to take a bath every day. Uh, well, first of all, that would be chiller. I pay for water. <laughs> I pay for water. And since I pay for water, I love baths, but my fucking tub, I got a big garden tub. Yeah. Ain't no fucking way am I filling that up, plus I do laundry. <laughs> oh, man, I wash dishes. See, that's one, that's one thing I won't use. I have a dishwasher. I will not use it. I'm old school. That motherfucker ain't been turned on since I've been in the I'm just not that lazy. <laughs> well, see, my wife will say, I'd go fuck myself because she'd be like, shit, I do most of the dishes. I don't see you do shit. But I feel <laughs> like I do a lot of dishes. <laughs> you ask me. So do you use a dishwasher as like a storage place or something? Hell no. So no, what I need. I'm, 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 I'm a need freak, man. Them dishes go in that dry, you know, that little dryer thing that you keep on the side of your sink? Yeah. And I stack them shits right back up in the cabinet. It drives her crazy. Okay. She be sitting there drink- where they dishwasher like a storage space. Hell no. She'd be sitting there drinking a coffee in the morning. She'd be like, you have to do this now. And I'd be like, yes, I must do it. She'd be like, you're driving <laughs> fucking crazy. You're always putting stuff, lining stuff up, putting stuff away. I'm like, because I don't like looking at it. <laughs> you know, I got, I got one thing that really disturbs me. When you cook, after you cook, there should be no dishes in the sink. Them shits are never to be there in the morning. Yeah, I agree, but I have I have an issue with pot. I don't give a fuck. Like every time I wash a pot, that shit is still greasy and oily. Well, you know what? You're allowed to soak a pot overnight. <laughs> that's, that's perfectly fine. But there's not supposed to be, think about no little fucking spoons and cups. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I sauces. Agree. That's I agree. little stuff. Plus, you're asking for roaches. Yeah, see, now here's the thing. You're fine to put a pot because some of that shit, depending on what you cook, say you cook the good meat, like a steak or something, you're going to have oils in that pan. And that first wash without it soaking might not come clean. So, uh, you know, there are exceptions to all rules. But if you just had a fucking piece of cake, you don't throw the dish, the knife and the fork back in the sink. You wash that shit before you go to bed. It's just lazy. I agree. Ned, wrap us up, my friend. As always, folks, if you catch us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and most importantly, our YouTube page, at NetBoyDoc, we always say comment, like, share. We don't care if it's negative. We will respond. That's right. Hey, listen, people, it's been beautiful as always. My pleasure. This is Doc on behalf of NetBoyDoc and our world. As always, peace to you.